Welcome to Lions Radio Network, where the show takes you on a roaring adventure with entertaining and stimulating topics focusing on entertainment, sports, business, world news, along with many other topics. Whatever your interests are, you will find them right here on Lions Radio Network. Top 40 Country Radio Recording Artist D.A. Cole is firing things up on the Lions Radio Network with this provocative approach to talk radio. Hot topics, interesting guests, and music will entice listeners to call in and join the conversation on Turning Up the Heat. Our guest tonight was widely recognized for years in Hollywood as one of the most sought-after TV and movie stuntwomen. Her ability to perform the most dangerous stunts on land and sea, as well as thrilling aerial maneuvers, gained her the reputation of fearless. And also working as an actor, she often doubled for other on-screen performers, including Farrah Fawcett and Cheryl Ladd. Please welcome to Turning Up the Heat, Jean Coulter. Hey, thank you. Nice to be with you. Can you hear us okay? Yes, I can. All right. Well, can you hear me? I wanted to, we, we can. I uh, just want to let our audience know um, I'm D.A. Cole, along with my uh, co-host, engineer, and producer, Brian Gard. And um, we are happy to have you, Gene uh, Coulter, as our guest tonight on the show. And Gene, um, we uh, we've got some questions, and uh, we want to let you uh, tell us about some of your uh, exploits and um, interesting, uh, thrilling stories about making movies and uh, uh doing stunts on television and movies. And my first question is, where are you from? Um, I don't think I know. <laughs> I'm that. from Burbank, California. So I lived right down the street from Warner Brothers. So, you know, it's like if you live by the coal mines, you work in those. Well, I live by Warner Brothers, so we work there. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Um, well, I guess that made it easy for you. <laughs> um <laughs> So as you, as I guess you know, uh, if if I had been a child growing up uh, in the in the vicinity of of those lots, I probably would have done my damnedest to uh, break in and and uh, kick, cl- uh, scratch, claw, bite, do anything to to get in the uh, into the into the business. Um, and, it, and it helped that you you could just go home at the end of the day uh, around the corner. So, you know, kind of how, how did maybe your love of movies or just maybe even your athleticism um, lead you uh, into, the, into the realm of, of stunt woman? Well, actually, uh, we kind of grew up in the business. My father already worked at Warner Brothers. He was the head over the art department there. And my sister was a child star at the time, and I did acting when I was three years old. So we kind of grew up in it. And then when I was 18, I decided that I didn't think I was a good actress like my sister, and I, I wanted to do stunt work. It was um, something that I could do athletically, and I loved that. And um, you just work all the time. As an actor, you don't work all the time. Maybe you work two days a year as an actor, unless you get a TV show or a big, you know, film or something. But I, I don't know. I just, I'm more shy, so I like the exciting part of doing stunt work because it really didn't put me in front of the camera, even though I was. I was hidden because I doubled a lot of people until I started getting a lot of parts. Um, and then that didn't really bother me doing the acting then. Um, I was pretty confident at that point because I could always fall back on my stunt work because I knew I was the best at doing the hard stuff. So um, I was just fortunate, you know, fortunate to be around the business and to be able to just step into it because most people can't. As you know, it's it's very difficult. So I was lucky. I'm curious, how long does it take uh, for you to prepare for a stunt? Well, it, it depends on what it is. You know, if it's something different like firework, I, I go in and, and go to special effects and work with them, and, and I'll find some different things to um, help me doing the job. So it just depends. Sometimes I just go in and I do it, and sometimes they're really big stunts, and I don't have time to really think about them. and. Uh, a lot of times I would get called and not know what I was going to do when I went in. So it it, it all depends on um, who's doing the show, uh, who they are, 
how they know what I can do. Um, I had a pretty good name, so everybody knew what I could do. So they'd call me in and not even tell me what I was going to do. So that was always exciting. <laughs> what if what if uh, what if any unusual uh, safety measures are taken uh, before doing stunt? Well, everything's different, as you know. Whether it's car work, you need seat belts, you need helmets if you're going to you know, roll over in a car. There's so much equipment. I carried a lot of equipment with me, but um, it just depends on big stunts. I I know ahead of time what's going to be needed, and I'll bring it with me. A lot of times special effects will help, but uh, I carried all my equipment with me usually. I I learned everything, so I knew what I had to do to be prepared. I, I wouldn't go in without having seat belts, and if they didn't have them, I had my own, so I could I knew how to put them in. So you know, I didn't get hurt. That's, well, we've that's got the uh, key. Um, we've got some callers that are interested and curious about um about how this all um takes place, and uh, we will take some calls. So, whenever you're ready to uh to speak to one of our uh, callers, we'll, we'll we'll open up the line and let some of the uh, callers come in. So if you want Love to call you. in to the studio, um, the studio number is 646-668-8494. Call in, talk to Gene, Gene Coulter, uh, myself or Brian. Uh, we're all here and looking forward to speaking to anybody that would like to uh, ha- has any questions uh, of Gene or myself or Brian. Uh, yeah, just r- real quick before we take a caller, Gene, just, just want to kind of, you know, let everyone know uh, – that, uh, you know, you weren't some uh, fly-by-night uh, stunt woman that just kind of parachuted in at, at various times. You, you had some pretty, uh, I mean, pun intended, I guess. Uh, you had some uh, pretty rollicking uh, and, and heavy-hitting roles. Um, the, the ones that come to mind, at least, that uh, that we've seen you use, uh, Jaws 2, um, Cujo, and certainly some of the uh, network uh, television uh, action scenes uh, inside of, uh, Charlie's Angels comes to mind. I'm, 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 I'm sure I'm missing a ton of stuff. Uh, if you want to, I don't know if you've got your, your laundry list handy, but just want to give our our, uh, our listeners a sense for for really, you know, what kind of a, a woman we're talking to here. <laughs> oh my gosh! You know, I have probably 500 credits. I worked sometimes 200 days a year, which is a lot doing stunt work. But I did, you know, Fantasy Island, The Voyager, Heart to Heart TV series, Charlie's Angels uh, stunts. I I did uh, The Girl Most Likely, uh, The Villain with Burt Reynolds, Wonder Woman, Kojak. I mean, on and on. You know, I did them all. I did the most popular uh, TV series uh, in the 70s and 80s at the time. I was just lucky because I fit all the women and, and could do the hard stuff. So I was fortunate in that respect. But, no, I... I did a ton of stuff. I look back and I think, oh, my God, I really did work hard. <laughs> yeah, your, your so. resume goes past one page, <laughs> unlike, uh, yeah. unlike some. But, yeah, I mean, your, your, IMDb, your IMDb speaks for itself. Um, real quick, okay. we're going to go. Yeah, yeah, we're going to, and I encourage everyone to go out and take a look because you, you'll never know, like, where you'll pop up. And a lot of people, uh, you know, especially with all the streaming going on today, you can just pretty much dial up any old movie any old time. And uh, and certainly, uh, I'd like to fast forward to the parts of the scenes that you're that you're involved which, in. It's always uh, always uh, exciting. Which actually reminds me of something, uh, uh, Brian. I uh, wanted to mention to Gene. Gene. Gene and I were messaging uh, about two weeks ago on Facebook, and Jaws two came on when I was watching television, and I was <laughs> I was on I was on Messenger with with Gene at the moment that I was watching the scene where the boat blows up and she catches on fire. And I was I was talking to her at the same exact time. It was, was still it was us. it was surreal. Yeah. yeah, I just said, Eugene, I'm watching you on fire right now on television as I'm speaking to you. It was Boy, pretty cool. If that isn't, uh, if that isn't uh, it was serendipitous. Synchronicity. I don't know what is. <laughs> uh, you uh, want to take a caller? Yeah, yeah. Let's go ahead and take a caller. Jeannie, you ready for a caller? I'm ready. Yes. Okay. Hey, uh, caller, uh, you're on you're on the air with Gene Coulter. Tell uh, us who you are. Hello, are you there? Hi. Hi. Who do we have here? This is Melissa. Hey, Melissa. Melissa's uh, one of our, our regular uh, listeners, and uh, Melissa has called the show in uh, prior to tonight. Melissa, do you have a question for Jean? 
I would like to ask, what was it like uh, working with Burt Reynolds? Oh, my gosh. He was, a people heart, probably he like was that. so <laughs> nice. Not only was he cute, he was nice. Oh, yes. But we, we, I worked several shows with him. Um, I did a, a show called The End with Burt Reynolds, and he directed it, and uh, his stuntman, uh, Hal Needham, was on it, too. And we just had the best time, I'll tell you. Whenever you work with him, you know you're going to laugh all day. So that's what we did. We just had a great time and laughed all the time and, you know, did a lot of stunt work because he was into that stuff. So uh, we just had a great time. He's just really sweet. Awesome. Well, I enjoy talking to you. You're really nice. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. That's so sweet. Thank Melissa, you, Melissa. Melissa, really nice young lady. Thank you for calling in, Melissa. Okay. And um, All right. well, hopefully, bye. We'll talk to you soon. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Melissa's really sweet, and uh, we always uh, enjoy, um, we always wonder, you know, what kind of questions she's going to come out with. And that's, that's actually one I don't think DA and I would have thought of because we're not necessarily – don't have leading men on the uh, tip of our tongues, uh, <laughs> but I, but I, right. but I do enjoy, I do enjoy uh, a Burt Reynolds movie. Um, I, as many oh. <laughs> deliverance. You, you'd rather <laughs> have Sheriff Foss. <laughs> yeah. Well, everybody had her poster uh, in their, in their, uh, on their wall in their bedroom in the, in the seventies and eighties. So a lot of people did. I know. And Cheryl I know. as well. Of course. Of course. Yeah. Well, Jean, I, I, you know, I wanted to, I wanted to just, because I alluded to this earlier, um, and you can answer this in, in any way you see fit. Uh, you had, you done work in Jaws. Uh, we, we spoke about that. You were in Cujo, and essentially, how does it feel to work uh, in 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 two movies with the two most carnivorous animals? In, in possibly the, the history of, of filmmaking uh, that, that are that are tangible. So I mean, we got a great white shark and we've got a a rabid dog. Not since old right. Yeller. Yeah, since I, not since right. old Yeller. Well, you know, that's not the only animal show I did. I did a lot of animal show. I did one with a lion that I had never met before, and I worked all all night with him. I did an alligator show. I did. Uh, Dobermans. Um, I was just kind of known for working with animals. So, um, you know, when you work with a shark, of course, it's not a real shark. So at times it was rather funny to me. I looked at it and it didn't look real. So um, (laughs) that was hard because I had to do a serious thing. I know it does. It's very scary. It looks real on screen. I know after I thought I couldn't believe it. (laughs) Did did you have any prior preparation? Gene, I'm curious. Did you have any prior um, preparation to, to working with all these different varieties of animals? And and and, and um, uh, I guess there were some not only animals, but alligators are what are yeah. they considered? Did, uh, did you work with the guy amphibious. that came on uh, Johnny Carson that was always bringing those crazy animals? Maybe uh, right. uh, yeah, lizards. Yeah. Right. No, you know, I I didn't. Other than raising a lot of different animals and loving animals. I just have a connection with animals, and you know if you have it or you don't. And with the lion, I definitely had it. He really loved me. When I got oh, around him, he'd start purring. It was really strange. But with yeah, an alligator, no, that was – I don't think they have a lot of feelings, the alligators. Um, he almost hit me with his tail. I mean, that would have killed me. You know, you don't realize that the tail is powerful as those jaws, so – uh, I was in the water with him, and, and they don't, you know, have any feelings. You can't communicate with them. It was just all do it, and hopefully everything turns out, you know. But a, a yeah. lot of the things uh, I did on Cujo, I worked with five different animals, and they were all different. One was very mean. He had been abused, and he was very angry, and it was scary to get around him because you couldn't trust him. So there's a lot of uh, things that you have to feel in your own being when you're around animals, you know, or, or you can't work with them. So right. I I was very fortunate. They liked me. So it, it all worked out, except, you know, I did lose my nose on Cujo. It was sewn back, but I did have that, you know, chopped off in the middle of a, a fight scene with him. So um, that was yeah. different. He didn't mean well, so- to. It was just, you know. Right. So it's safe to say that Cujo wasn't a mechanical dog, is is what I'm hearing. <laughs> yeah, right. 
um, and it was and it was five of them, and they were all five different dogs playing the same part. Yeah, of, of one dog. Yes. Is that correct? Wow. Yes, five I, different I, dogs. Yeah, we they yeah. were all different though. You know, one was really mean, and so they would film him for his face, and he was really mean, and you knew he was mean. And the other ones were were very sweet, but um, you know, everyone had their own talent. So uh, I trained all of them. And, and all, so, all animals, of course, love food, so that's how you train them is with food. Uh, so although there was no Cujo 5, there really was a Cujo 5. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> Gina, <laughs> uh, I was letting that, uh, our guests absorb that. Uh, uh, Gene, what was the most fun stunt you've ever done? Fun? Did you say fun? Yes. What was the most fun, the most fun you've ever had doing a stunt or the most fun stunt itself that you, that you ever um, worked on? Oh, I, I, I think uh, helicopters are, are the funnest for me. I kind of um, I did a, a lot of stunts hanging off of them and yeah. climbing up yeah. onto ladders and, and things like that. And I did one on, on uh, Air, Airwolf, it was. And I was in a copter and the guy turned it upside down. And he said, Gene, lean out the window and listen for the blades to crack. I said, wait a minute, isn't that a little late? <laughs> so that was interesting. But, no, I think I enjoyed the copters, working with them the most on Airwolf and in different but, shows that I worked with copters on. I, you've see, I've seen you, you've written that you, uh, you really don't are not too fond of heights, though. And I find it interesting that you yeah. don't like heights, but you didn't mind working on the helicopter stunts. Right. No, you know, when you're working, you don't think about it. You don't have time to be scared, you know, but like doing high falls, that's a whole nother ball game. You know, you get up there and you look down and it's a long ways down. So um, I didn't like heights, although I did do high falls and I did practice in the airbags a lot. Um, yeah, I, I I don't like heights, but I feel comfortable when I'm in a copter or off the ground in that respect or in a plane. I did a lot of plane stuff, biplanes and things like that. So, no, I was real comfortable when I'm way up in the air, but when I get closer to 100 foot, it's a little more scary. <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah, uh, you're, you're, you're talking to a, a, a retired, um, I used, used to, I've done some plane jumping myself, some parachuting and, and some bungee jumping and cliff oh diving. And I'm oh, telling my. you, uh, I don't know what's happened to me in the last five or six years, but uh, <laughs> I, I I can't even I can't even look over the balcony on the second floor of a building anymore, uh, let alone <laughs> let alone let alone get up in a plane. But you do bring up an interesting point about how when you're in the moment and you're there for a job and you're in and you're in, in the expectation level with you know all the people around that are that are responsible for bringing that movie uh, you know to, to life. Uh, that you are, that you're, that you're just, you're a professional and, and you just do your job. And um, I, 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 I can't speak for you on this one because I think I would just, I'd probably have to retire on set if they asked me to do anything over, uh, over uh, the, uh, the size of a, maybe a small box. Uh, I don't want to jump <laughs> off. No. So uh, serious kudos to you on, on that one. Um, but, but thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we're just we're so um, we're so impressed with you. Uh, oh, that's so, sweet. You know, the whole key yeah. to doing stunt work uh, all along is is uh, preparing your mind to do it. I always would put it in my mind how the stunt was going to go because once I got into the stunt and your adrenaline's flowing, you can't think of anything. You just have to do it. So yeah. once you program your mind right up before the stunt. It all works. For some reason, it always worked for me, and I was lucky in that respect. But I, I figured that out about the second year doing stunt work, that I didn't have time to think about it when I was there doing it. I had to figure it out way before. So right. it works when you do that. You know, programming your mind works. Oh, yeah. And, and, and also, you know, just to kind of, and this is the zeitgeist, uh, a.k.a. the sign of the times is, you know, being a woman uh, in in just such a obvious machismo um, environment, and uh, yeah, I'm just making up words, I guess, as I go along. <laughs> uh, 
an environment at that time has just got had to have just just another layer of complexity in terms of getting your mind right and getting everything yeah. uh, squared away. And so, you know, talk to us a little bit and t- tell our listeners a little bit about how you know you you managed obviously your just day to day physicality associated with with the work you were doing, along with when they said cut. Well, you know, before the next action sequence, all the stuff you had to put up with, I can only imagine. Uh, well, you know, back then I, I was pretty good looking. I'd won a lot of beauty contests and everything. Oh, so you're still when I walked in on a <laughs> thanks, thank you. Well, when I walked in on a set, I mean, the guys really gave it to me. They had all these cat calls and whistling and. And then they'd say, oh, you're the stunt woman, and start laughing. And I'm going, oh, my God, I have to do this with them. <laughs> so once I finished my job, though, they had a whole different attitude. But it took mm-hmm. me a couple of years before I really became known for doing hard stuff. And they didn't laugh at me anymore. I walked in, and they had a lot of respect for me. So that changed, you know, and I really didn't have a lot of – problems with the guys because I, I, I more was their friend and they kind of like felt they had to take care of me a lot of the time. So uh, that well, worked for me, <laughs> you know, being well, little. And, 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 yeah. Once, once they respected yeah. you, you were their colleague and uh, I guess it was a kind of yeah. a level the playing field, so to All speak. Right. So that's a great segue. Yeah. Any love interests uh, over the years that, that, uh, <laughs> That, you know that are that you're willing to disclose to the uh, to the masses. <laughs> are you really asking me that? No, no. <laughs> you know, no, no. I was always married. I was always oh, married. I was oh. married for four times. Oh, so no. I was always married, and I, I didn't go out on my husband. Although, let me tell you, some of the times I I had a real challenge not going out. <laughs> But, oh, I mean, there's no. got to be some flirting uh, going on on set. I mean, I've I've been involved in, in theatrical productions, and um, you get very close <laughs> to, the, to the performers you're working with because you're around them for so many hours, right, uh, you know, right. day after day for you know twelve, thirteen, fourteen hours a day, and it's 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 all it's it's difficult not to become close to somebody, and and sometimes relationships, you know, uh, spring from that and um, blossom, as I should say. Yeah. And um, yeah, uh, well, so, I didn't know you were married. I'm sorry, we didn't. I, I wasn't. I, I I didn't ask that with the Understanding or know, knowing that you, that you were, I, I was know. trying to, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I what? know. No, you know, I worked with some of the cutest guys in Hollywood, you know, Clint Eastwood. He told me I had the best getaways he'd ever seen. And that means oh, wow. legs, by the That's way. Nice so, wow. And, the and you know, trip. I worked with Burt Reynolds and Tom Selleck. I mean, these guys were really good looking at the time. So it was, it was fun. It was fun flirting with them. Of course, they flirt with me. So, I had a great time, but it, it it ended at that, you know, because you you you're married and and you love somebody else, and that's it, <laughs> you know. You I've, just I've seen Tom Selleck uh, go out in Hollywood. You don't do that. Yeah, I've I've seen um I've seen Tom Selleck recently uh, here in the area of, uh, of the Upper East Side of New York City, where where Brian and I reside, uh-huh. um, uh, coming out of a restaurant uh, that he frequents, and um, uh, he's. A little older than when you last, re- you know, when he was doing the, the, no the Magnum no, P.I. A little older, a little older, but still quite recognizable. And um, I just wanted to mention, uh, uh, as we move along, do we have any callers? Uh, if if we, uh, we want to give the number out again, so if anybody's out there that wants to call, uh, Gene is obviously uh, easy to speak to and um, fun. very, very pleasant. And, um, and we'd love you to call. So the number is 646-668-8494. That's 646-668-8494. Call in, say hi, talk to Jean, ask her a question about one of the movies you've seen her in or one of the movies you think you may have seen her in or one of the television programs. Um, and um, I have another question, Jean, that uh, I've been meaning to ask you. Ha- you. Have you ever written a book about your experiences as a stunt person? Because – I can't imagine that, you know, people would not be interested if you haven't already done this, that would be interested in reading about all these, you know, amazing. I'll be your ghostwriter. <laughs> yeah, Brian's a great writer. Brian can, you can, you guys can talk about I that am. after the show, exchange information. I am. I'm writing a book right now. It's kind oh, of like, okay. 
Yeah, it's just really hard because, you know, even though you have a writer, you have to really write the whole thing. You know what I'm saying? So it's hard. There's so much to remember and so much to think about. Um, so I, I'm still I'm chugging along on that one, you know, day by day. Well, <laughs> but yeah, I know I've had a lot of Brian's people Brian's available. Me. Brian's available. I'm, I'm always available. You have the studio number. Yeah, you can reach me here. You're available? Uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you know, it's just, and one of the things is I think, you know, in, in just the due diligence of, of kind of like looking into your life and, and doing, you know, kind of that, the, 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 my, our own private investigation before we, before you joined us on air uh, in the days leading up to, to today is, you know, we, we looked and we looked around, saw if there were any books. And I did run across a book um, by Julie Johnson. I'm not sure if you're familiar with her. Um, and, well, I'm uh, in half of the book, you know. Oh. If you open that book up, I take half oh. of the book up. Well, wow. You should, you, should, uh, you should be getting royalties for crying out loud. The, the, I know, really. Yeah, your name on a page, that's a million dollars last I checked. Brian, you weren't expecting that answer, were you? Yeah, dream on. Well, dream on, baby. Yeah, yeah. I know that it's a, it's a small network of, of individuals, especially like, you know, when you, when you really look at, like, if I went to LinkedIn and tried to find the uh, – Stunt women of the 70s and 80s, you know, it, it's probably a very elite, small class, you know, so everyone probably knows each other. And uh, right. I, I found, yeah, so um, I, I will just, in the anticipation of your book, DA and I will definitely pick that one up and uh, maybe oh. we'll, we'll cover it. Yeah, we'll cover it in a future uh, future show. Oh. And, yeah, and, and uh, yeah, we look forward to, we look forward to hearing about you. Uh, through, through, I guess, Julie. <laughs> yeah, Until we, your book comes. We'll have lots of questions. We'll, we'll read the book and then yeah. we'll have um, we'll have to uh, inquire about about the. Uh, so are you guys friendly, or, or is uh, you know, do you, do you oh, still? Oh, oh, absolutely. In fact, I just brought her in on a, a corporation that I started, International Stunt Women's Association, and I brought her in to be on the board. So yeah, I mean, we were the top. 13 stunt women we had in, in the Society of Professional Stunt Women at the time. And I probably worked more than any of the girls because I, I was lucky I was the right size and could do the hard stuff. But um, no, um, in the 70s and 80s, there was no one that could touch us. We were the best. And yeah. Julie and I have been friends all those years. So, yes, we went through a lot together. Oh, I can only imagine. And what, I mean, I just, you know, and just reading the descriptor of her book, uh, I mean, it ended obviously. We, we in, the, in the advertisement on on well, I'll just say Amazon when I was reading about it. Um, it, 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 it the, the last line of of the description was uh, described herself as being in Hollywood hell, and I just I, I that really struck me because I wondered like obviously you guys had a blast. You you've uh, come a long way, baby. Kind of uh, the, my my Grammy used to smoke Virginia Slim, so I'm allowed to say that. Uh, and yeah, so, <laughs> so you, I, I just was, you know, in, in knowing like kind of her story and, and, and just do a lot of like her experiences and the things that it, it's evident that she's gone through kind of resonate with you, obviously, if, you know, going, going well, through the year. You know, I was blacklisted because I wouldn't go to bed with a guy on the set. So um, I didn't realize how much power uh, one person could have. But it it went from 200 days a year work and doing stunt work to 12 days a year. So um, I dumped no. everything. I, I had a big camera car business in the business. I dumped that. I dumped my big home. I dumped everything because of it. So my whole life was turned upside down because of that. So um, without, without we had a real hard time. Wow. I'm sorry. That's, Go on, D.A. No, no, that's unfortunate. I mean, and, and I'm sure... Obviously, the, the the tale is yet to be uh, told because as we're looking for the anticipation, but uh, of your of your book, um, but you could probably get a, a real good taster through Julie's book uh, about about just the trials and tribulations that that you guys had to had to navigate at that time. Right, right. Jean, it wasn't without... easy. Go on. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. I. I uh... I had a, I just had a thought. Without divulging the the particular individual, uh, would you be able to tell us the 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 uh, the show that this happened on, 
or the movie that just happened? Well, it, it was going to be a new TV series for Aaron Spelling's group, and, and I oh. did all of his shows. So they had, right. I had turned down another show to do this TV series, and once I got on location, everything changed very fast. So, um, yeah, it was just, you know, something that happened that I, I, I didn't believe was happening at the time. I didn't think that anybody, since I was the most worked Hollywood stunt woman. I didn't think anybody could take that away from me, yeah, but it fun. proved to uh, you know I was wrong about that. So, so, um, so can we go? Ahead, no, can we go ahead and presume that it was not Aaron Spelling himself? <laughs> no, it wasn't. No, no, it was just on his show. Yeah, um, but you know when people control a lot of shows, when men control all the shows in Hollywood, it's hard for a woman. You know, oh, right, they right. bring in their own their own women off off the street and have them do stunt work, and and here you have all these professional stunt women in the business that aren't working. So it that's a challenge, and it's still a challenge today, which we're going to try to help change. But um, things right. are I mean, hard to change, you know, in right. Hollywood. Right. I mean, so so is there is there a like is this unionized? I, I thought at one point um, there was. There was kind of a yeah. stunt person union and that, that this kind of stuff, these shenanigans could be completely curtailed. And, and obviously just it's on the up and up in terms of, you know, obviously you've got the SAG, the AFTA, all that stuff. And like right. there's right. got to be a protection for, for uh, right. folks. No, no. no, there's there's not. You know, I went to Screen Actors Guild and, and they, they hid my records in their uh, executive record file because I told them everything about it and I was, I went to them for help and they didn't help. They should have helped shame on them because, you know, we pay dues to them and they work for us, but they don't think so. So that was a real hard thing for us to swallow because there were three women that lost everything in the business and they were the top stunt working women in the business. And we were all three blacklisted. So the things that were done, to the women were unbelievable. You wouldn't believe it if I told you the story. It's it's long, but um, yeah. do you think that it, it's it's our history? You know, it's our history in the business. Do you and think? I, so. Yeah, and I think I, I I really believe you. You, I mean, I don't say you owe it, but I think you know for for all of the generations of stunt women to come, and certainly, obviously, there's a lot of visibility with uh, a lot of the uh, of the chicanery going on in in the hollywood scene right now um with respect to just you know equal pay and and just right. people just humans getting their due respect you know and yeah. uh and so i i just hope you know that that your story uh will will, will resonate with with just you know people coming down the pike as it as it's as it is uh for for future you know stunt women that and and there's a ton you know there's stunt women out there today obviously and i i think you're like a guiding light uh the more the exposure that they get to you know, shows like ours and other shows that you get to be interviewed with uh that they that you're you're seen as just kind of like the well to say the grandfather of of stunt women but but you're you're on the uh, you're on the you're on the mount rushmore of uh of stunts little by little you know it's changing but it's it's still not enough because women have had a hard time you were saying pay do you know we got paid half of what the guys got paid doing the same stunt work and we had to do it with no pads no we were in dresses and, and sleeveless blouses and I mean, I always was doing stunts with hardly any clothes on, always. So I couldn't wear any pads. But we didn't get paid, you know, we got paid much less than than men got paid. So that was another thing that we tried to challenge, you know. And it just all along was trying to break it down, break it down. Um, So, you know, if you had a daughter in the business, you'd want them to be paid the same if they did hard stunt work. But things have to change, and it takes a lot for the guys to realize what we've gone through and, and how women should be treated. Cause we do yeah. the work just like they do. And it's much harder, much harder. You half know, that's what I think. Yeah. Half the money and twice the pain. That's uh, that's something <laughs> yeah. that, that that's an equation that I, I can't get, I can't get behind. Gene, Gene tell uh, me, um, um, 
you mentioned uh, one of your uh, uh, an injury you sustained uh, working on Cujo. Um, could you uh-huh. give us any uh, any other? Uh, I'm sure you have a litany of uh, of injuries. But <laughs> would you would you care to share any uh, any other uh, injuries well, that you sustained you know. in the course of your career? <laughs> you know, I jumped out of cars and did all those stunts. So uh, I broke my back in seven places doing a high fall with Dar Robinson, the best in the business. I wanted um, to ask you about working really? with Dar. Actually, that was one of my questions. Oh, oh, he was he was my best friend. You know, I I don't know how to tell you how much fun we had, but he was fast living and he was a crazy guy and he did incredible stunts and I yeah, but- traveled with him uh, when he was on fire at 200 feet. We did a thing in Houston Astrodome. Uh, and we were 200 feet up in the air, and we were standing out on this little platform, and I had to light him on fire before he did the 200-foot high fall. So, yeah, I, I did a lot of work with him. We worked together on a show called Airport 77, and right. um, he was just great. He was just so full of life and so talented. Um, he was a gymnast, and he loved doing high falls and tried to get me into airplanes, jumping out of them and doing the stuff he did. And I said, no, I don't think so. But, well, the, um, no, I, um, yeah, the stunt that, it's um, sad he's gone. The stunt that comes to mind uh, when, when you speak of Dar Robinson is the fall uh, in Sharky's machine. And I think that might be his yeah. most, I mean, probably the most the widely recognized. Yeah, 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 high, yeah, I mean, that's probably yeah. the most recognized stunt uh, in, 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 in history. history. Yeah. Uh, well, certainly for Dar, right. he's known for that stunt. Uh, Gene yeah. knows you know, a lot more that he's done. Uh, that, uh, they, that Probably we've yeah. seen that we didn't know that that was Dar. Right. But but pretty much anybody, one, but mean, everybody I, knows I, that's I Dar Robinson. I saw that when I was like three years yeah. old but yeah. was. Uh, but, well, you know, he told me all about that. People know that he did it. Um, yeah. So I mean, he was incredible. He really was. There wasn't anybody that could keep up with him. Nobody in the business. Somebody tried, and and they 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 died trying to outdo him. But right, he wow. told me about that stunt. You know, he didn't like doing that stunt because he went out backwards, and he yeah. said, "You know, Gene, you can't see where you're going." And I said, "I know, Dar." But he had it all figured out. And when when we did things. High falls, he would throw this little pad down that had G-force rating on it so he could tell when it hit, how hard it hit. So he knew, uh, you know, how high he could go, how far he could fall, and how hard it would hurt. So uh, he had all that figured out, and he was excellent. And, you know, I I can't say enough about him because he was my best friend, and he was always there, and, you know, he was so darn talented. I got to work with the best in Hollywood, you know. I got to work with Hal Needham all the time with Burt Reynolds and um, and Dar and, and some of the bigger stunt people. I was asked to join the Stunts Unlimited. It was an all-men's group way back then. They asked me if I wanted to be considered for the group, and I was one of three women. The other woman was a land speed record woman, Kitty O'Neill, and another woman who was married to one of the Stunts Unlimited guys. So... Um, yeah, that happened when I was young, and, and then I just went into the women's group, and that worked for me. So, um, Kitty was uh, <laughs> Kitty was the woman that did the Grand Prix race car stunt. Yes. Uh huh. Yeah, she holds the land speed record to this day. You know. Oh, I and we're know still that. friends after all these years. I've seen her in a, in a photograph getting in getting in a Grand Prix in in a. Um, and I guess it's a, salt, uh, it's a salt Formula salt One racer. She's getting in a Formula One yes. racer, and uh, I don't yeah, know what what, awesome. what what movie you know, was she's that from. Deaf. She's deaf. Oh, I didn't know that. No, I don't know much about her. So doing doing stunt work with her was so hard because she could not hear. So I had to be with her so that I could tell her what was happening. So um, she didn't really get to do a lot of stunt work because it's just not feasible when you can't hear, you know, unfortunately. Yeah. But, oh, yeah. but we sure work together a lot. And she, she's she a did. fantastic lady. She was so yeah. talented, That's too. She did a lot of high falls, too. Wow. So did you, for the, for the bulk of, like, you know, a, a lot of the work that you did, did you feel like uh, you, you had the respect of, like, the actors that, that you were uh, standing in for and, and, and portraying under different uh, scenes of, uh, of madness, for lack of a better term. Like it, it, I mean, because many times, you know, you, I've, I've been to several movie sets and 
then you, you bring in and you bring in the, 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 the stunt double and so on. And I just have always wondered how kind of the dynamic was between um, the work that you're doing and, and, and the actors. It sounds like, I mean, you obviously alluded to that a lot at the beginning with, with just your incredible friendships with, uh, with the different, um, with some of the, with some of the more notable actors out there. But I just wondered, like, did, did you ever get a sense that, folks just like saw you as window dressing or in some kind of necessary evil. Uh, I don't know, just if there's. No, you know, we were necessary because they certainly aren't going to do their own stunts. Um, We were definitely necessary. And a lot of the actresses would ask for me. Um, And, you know, I was really good and everybody knew I was good and everybody knew my name. So that worked for me. And I also got to stunt coordinate a lot of shows, which most women didn't. In fact, Universal let me co-coordinate under Stan Barrett, who ran the land speed record also, uh, a movie called Airport 77. And that was a big, big feature. And I got to do a part and co-coordinate on it. And um, that was good for me. And that should have been the change for women, really, because, no studio gave anything to a woman like that before. So we thought it would change, but it didn't. Um, but no, um, I, I was respected in the business because people used to talk about my stunt work. So I was very fortunate in that respect. You know, I had a name, and that's why I worked so much. Uh, I worked, you know, 200 days a year. That's a lot of work. On IMBD, they're missing like 300 of my credits. I don't even have my credits up there. I'll, I'll get that corrected yeah. yesterday for you. Uh, <laughs> I wish you would. History. He will, too. Brian's good at that. Thanks. Uh, I'm, I'm good, uh, I need that. Uh, <laughs> my wife hires me to, to serve papers to people, so I've got yep. I've got no problems, uh, uh, you know, causing a stir for, for making things accurate like that. That's, oh, that's, uh, awesome. Yeah. Oh, you're um, the man. Well, so, so, uh, you know, Hey, everyone that's out there listening, if, if you're, if you're obviously, if you're doing it through the website, um, you can see some of the uh, pictures and stuff that we talked about earlier uh, we posted. So uh, Jean with the lion, that was just, uh, that's incredible. It did look like you had an amazing uh, relationship and, or, or connection, I should say, or not a relationship. You didn't go out on a date with a lion, but. Uh, well, we don't know yeah, that yet. Well, that's not been confirmed. Maybe that's a, maybe that'll on, be in the book. <laughs> but uh, but it, it's evident. It's yeah, it's evident that you just had a really you know a, a rep- good rapport with animals. Um, you know, it's not every day someone could just kind of sit next to a lion and make it purr. So obviously, you give off <laughs> incredible positive energy around all species and, and walks of life. And so so g- continuing in this spiritual manner, I guess. So there's also some photos I think I, of you on Facebook. Um, it looks like you're doing some yoga. Is that is is that something that has kind of helped you? Maybe you're not doing yoga. I don't know. Is it something that? Yeah. Uh, yes, uh, I am. Yeah. So yeah. that's something that yeah. I think my wife is constantly trying to get me to go. You know, go to yoga. It, at this stage of the game, you have to do everything to keep moving right. because you wake up stiff. So, um, no, I do yoga. I work out with a ball. I I lift weights. Um, I do everything uh, easy, but I I have to do it every day so that I can keep moving. Oh, you're in great shape. You've seen lots of photos of you. You're in phenomenal shape. Yeah, Yeah, I work hard. (laughs) No, that's so important, you know. That's so uh, important. Yeah. It's, uh, it's apparent in your photographs. And uh, if anybody uh, would like to see some of those photographs, uh, they can certainly find Gene on Facebook. Um, uh, Gene, is there anything? Is there any other information that, um, that you'd like to uh, let our oh, listeners your know? Car, your car camera. Uh, is it, is this, are, you still, are you still doing the car camera company? No, I sold it. It was uh, oh, Camera okay. Cars Unlimited. I sold it, but they're still working in the business. They're doing great. So that worked. You know, but Gina, no, I don't have anything do, uh, going really. How do people, uh, how do they, they find out more about you, see photographs, look up to your body of work? Just, um, where would they go to find out on, information on you? Just on Facebook, really. Facebook okay. and then IMBD has, you know, part of my uh, work. 
and everybody says I do so much, and they only see that. And I'm thinking, wait a minute, I'm missing most of it. Yeah, <laughs> so well, I don't know, you know. I'm just I yeah. have two Facebook sites that that I have, um, so they can look there. I I try to post every day my stunts so that people can enjoy that. So that's yeah, about you may be it for now. Work. You may be getting some friend requests after the show tonight, so well, check your page. And yeah, you may... Gene, I, I, I love I'm, that. Yeah, unfortunately, I, I had to swear off Facebook about 10 years ago, and I feel like I've gotten millions of hours of my life back. But uh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't mean that I don't use, like, my wife's account to tap into things. But the, uh, the, I, did, I did friend you on Twitter today. You, you do have a, t- a Twitter account, Gene Coulter 9 yes. uh, the number, uh-huh. and the number 9. Okay. And so you'll see a Brian Gard. Uh, I'm following you now. So uh, we'll, we'll okay. be Twitter buddies. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, I hate Twitter. Yeah. I'm on it, but I don't. <laughs> I, I do too. I, like I know I do too. Yeah. Um, oh, I don't. <laughs> too instant for me. Yeah, teach his own, I guess. Only, you can only pick like one or two of these things to to, to get involved, well, with, I, or else you just you just lose your mind well, after a while. Gene and I, Gene and I became uh, acquainted through Facebook, as I have with uh, with several of our guests that we've had on the show. Brian, uh-huh. we've had a. Uh, I've had some Facebook um, uh, interactions initially, and then uh, and then had been able to get them to come on the show. And Gene is one uh, one of these people, and um, it's been it's been great having you on, Gene. I'd like to take another call. Do we have any other callers coming in? We're good now. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna give the number out, Gene. So if anybody wants to, um, has, there's a few minutes left. That if anybody would like to uh, to speak with you, ask you any questions, or just say hi to you know to us in general on the show, um, please call. Six four six 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 eight eight four nine four, and come on and say hi to Jean. Um, uh, you've probably seen her in a movie or a television program that you, you know, uh, didn't know she was a stunt person in. And um, you can certainly call and ask her some questions about how that stunt was done. Yeah, Jean. In the in the interim, I uh, I uh, so I've I've pulled up some some. I've got some Charlie Angels episodes that I've been sitting on for a while, uh, and because you know, here we go. I, well, so, so my here wife, we go. Well, so I was a, I was I was I'm a child of the '80s, and my my wife is a child of the '90s. So there's there were just she some still is a child. Yeah, uh, there were just some things that that were before our time, and so I I always uh, you know especially Fantasy Island I I had her. I, I gave her a, a teaser of uh, of Fantasy Island, and we got into that. We we're watching that for a while. That was really fun. And then Charlie's Angels is one of the ones that we've we've had in the queue for a while. Uh, is there anything uh, special we should be looking out for uh, as we sit down with our popcorn and probably a pizza since we live in New York City uh, to watch well, Charlie's Angels? If you see somebody jump out of a car, get hit by a car, it'll probably be me. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, it sounds like you, you survived. You survived, so uh, no, that's yeah. yeah we'll, we'll keep it. We'll keep tabs on that one. Uh, but yeah, just I mean, that's really the key. Yeah, is surviving. You know, that's really the key is surviving the stunts you do because a lot of people get hurt right away and then they never work again. So. Um, yeah. Being a good stunt woman is just not going to work every day, and uh, you know. You have to come home and you have to complete it safely. And and that's the whole thing about doing stunt work is trying to get it done safely, even though the things can kill you so easily, you know, oh, figuring yeah. out the, the ins and outs of it is, is what's important. So um, you have to be smart, too. You can't just be somebody that just goes and does it and goes for it. That doesn't really work. You know, you don't last. Has so. to be calculated and, yeah. and planned out yeah. and uh, it's, it's physics uh-huh. involved and, and speed ratio yeah. and, and yeah, yeah all. absolutely yeah, yeah, yeah you well, got it yeah yeah i mean ta's the one with the phd in, in physics over here i have i, mean, a, I, had no I, idea. I have a phd in nothing <laughs> really oh my gosh you don't just have a great voice huh you're smart too well, oh my well, uh-oh here you know the way to my heart. The way to my heart. <laughs> nope. He's blushing so Stop. bad. Stop it some more. Stop it some more. He's blushing so bad. So I did just want to touch on the safety aspects before we, before we let you go. Is like, it's obvious, I think, you know, I grew up, again, child of the late 70s, early 80s, where you just kind of bounce around in the back of mom's 
station wagon uh, going down the highway with no seatbelts and all that stuff. So you'd assume that that the precautions and obviously maybe even due to litigious uh, reasons, uh, had the, the, the safety harnesses and the equipment and all of the worrisomeness uh, about getting sued has probably escalated to the point where today compared to like what you were uh, dealing with, you alluded to it at the beginning, you said, you know, if they didn't have, uh, they didn't have straps or belts, I'd bring my own. I mean, it just, it, it did sound a little bit of a wild, wild west type of uh, approach. And I'm just wondering if, if right. you're dialed into today's stunt, stunt uh, world, uh, if, if that you've seen a market improvement in, in the safety, just so we, 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 you know, we're able to keep others around uh, going forward, like, like we've been able to enjoy you as well. Oh, well, you know, they've come a long ways, baby, but um, <laughs> they're doing green screen. You know what I'm saying? The yeah, big stunts yeah. now are on green screen. It's not like what we did. And everybody says that to me. Well, you don't realize that you had to jump out of that car, and they're not doing it that way anymore. They do it no, in front of a green a screen where they Velcro do a gymnastics a thing. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's all yeah. different now. So it's oh, yeah. not the real thing. It's it's all no. done on computers. So I was kind of bummed. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I, I'm, know, I'm not a big CGI I'm old, guy. So what can I say? <laughs> I'm not a big. There's still some directors out there that that will that will uh, more or less they want they want the au naturel. They want uh, they want the they want the real stunts and similar to like somebody today going in and recording on digital versus analog tape. There's just some producers uh-huh. that want analog tape and some musicians that want analog tape. So uh, fortunately, I think, yeah, you're right. Probably the bulk of it is, is green screen and, and just not as um, not, not nearly what it was. I don't think it looks real. It doesn't yeah. look real to me because I grew up watching, yeah. you know, the stunts that, that, yeah, you know, that's what I feel. From the period yeah. that Gene worked totally in. Agree with you. Yeah. And that's real. <laughs> yeah. It's unfortunate. Yeah. Uh, it's unfortunate. The movies cost so much money, and they're not even real. I thought those, I thought those transformers <laughs> were real. I don't know what happened. <laughs> well, Gene, we, we want to thank you. We honestly want to thank you so much. You've been uh, a great guest, yeah. Gene. Thank you so much for coming oh, on the show. Oh, you're so sweet. Oh, gosh, I yeah. loved it. I well, loved we, it. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. Please, please uh, join us again sometime in the near future. We'll talk about that, and um, we can. Uh, we'll, we'll once your book is is, uh, is completed, uh, Brian and I will both. Uh, we'll read we'll the book. Love to and have you back. We'll read the book. I'll read absolutely. It twice. I'll even read it twice. We'll have some uh, um, some comments uh, regarding How the content sweet. of the book. Um, How sweet. And um, as we bid Gene farewell, um, I just wanted to uh, let everybody know that. Uh, Please join us on May 9th when our guests will be uh, CNBC and MSNBC uh, financial guru, Ron Insana. And that's May 9th at 7 p.m. 7 p.m. I've got some research to do on that one, Gene. I don't don't know. Uh, i got to get my finances. i got to pay my taxes first. How about that? Um, All right. Oh, my God. (laughs) Gene, thank you so much for for, for coming on today. And OPD's got one more thing. Just wanted to say thank once again thank you to Gene and um and uh, I'm DA Cole and for Brian Gard, this is turning up the heat. See you next time. See ya.